what's your ideal day look like? A few months ago for me, I would wake up screaming with the thousand funnels I had to build and the tickets I had to sell and all that stuff. Then last week after my event, I actually had a dream that I was wearing too big of khakis. And I woke up kind of laughing, thought, what a stupid dream. Like that is such a dumb thing to dream about. But it was comforting to me because it wasn't a stressful dream. It was like when my mind has time to wonder, it's around how baggy my pants are apparently, right? And that has a lot to do with the topic of today's episode. We're going to talk about the ideal day, the perfect day, the ideal week, the perfect week. Like, what is that like for you? Where are you currently at? And how do we get you there? See you there. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast. Your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Hey, what's up? Cody Birch here coming to you from my closet once again. I like how this goes. I can record quickly right into my phone, and uh, a lot of people that love the podcast ask how I do it, and there's more behind the scenes there. Sometimes with Apple headphones in my closet. In this case, with a special guest, my retired racing greyhound Zeke decided to follow me into uh, into here. So he's here with me being petted. And if you hear some jingling around, that is his, uh, his collar while we record this quick episode. Here's what's on my mind today that I really hope will serve you. And it is around your ideal day or your perfect day. I had about a month before my event. Here's my perfect, or not my perfect day, here was my normal day. I would wake up after having nightmares of all the stuff I had to do and all of the to-do lists and all the financial difficulties I was introducing into my life. And I would literally wake up and not in a sweat, that's not literal. Uh, I would literally wake up immediately thinking, I have to do these 95 things today. I don't have time to get them all done. My brain was crowded and cluttered. And so I would work right away. I would like go right to getting something done right away, like 5.30 a.m. Like just go sit down at my computer and my eyes weren't even adjusted yet and I would work and because I had events to fill and I had financial obligations and I had I had client work that I had to do it was everything was a full-time job and filling the event was another full-time job on top of my other full-time job of running an agency on top of having three kids and trying to be a somewhat present father and a, a good husband so I would work for a little bit then I would go to the gym but just for a little bit like I, I love I love going to the gym and I would make time every day to go do that. And, but the workout stunk, right? It wasn't good. It wasn't motivated. It was just get in, get out, say that I did it, check the box, went to the gym, rush some of the kids to school and then come home and get right back to work. And that wasn't every day, but that was more than one day. That wasn't like I just picked this random day. That was, you know, most of all of April of this year, 2019. And I was very aware that this wasn't sustainable. If I kept along at this clip, I would be unable to do anything. It was very hard for me. And I don't know what that brings up for you as you're thinking through if you're having days like that. I know my wife now, we we were kind of asymmetrical in our business. I had my event, it went great. And now I'm a little bit more relaxed. I am having better days. I'll talk about that in a second. Where my wife, she has two events happening next week and then a big event happening in July. So she's got all the stuff that's happening and she's trying to get ready to go out of town. We're leaving for Toronto uh, today, Friday, when you're hearing this, we'll be making our way up to Toronto and it's the packing and the kids and the food and the, it's summer and it's football practice and there's camps and there's stuff at the church. There's just a lot of stuff that we have to do and it starts to feel unsustainable. 
which it is. Like we're very aware that it is. But here's my point. I am curious what your ideal day is. I'm curious what your ideal week looks like. Let's just start with a day. But what's your ideal day? What's your ideal week? For me with the agency stuff, when I started to notice a shift in my business, it was Black Friday, 2018. It was Thanksgiving and Black Friday. And I had seven ad accounts I was managing. Five of them had Black Friday promotions. So it's Thanksgiving and the kids are wanting to play football and jump on the trampoline and go for a walk and play with the dog and come on dad, when can we? Like it's you know one of the huge holidays of the year. But here I am with this ad agency where I've wedged myself into a corner where my reality was I now had to write a bunch of ads on Black Friday to get ready for Black Friday. For those of you ever running ads, you know that Facebook had a major crash. I think Tuesday of that week, Facebook went down like it was gone. <laughs> you couldn't publish any ads which led to some complications and ads being in review forever and not being able to access the ads manager. And when I was doing the done for you stuff at the agency that was going well, I was making 20 to $40,000 a month. I would find myself often on vacations having to sneak away and write a bunch of ads or manage, you know, do a client call or manage an ad account or make an adjustment to duplicating a budget or making sure we were all on track. And, and I, to be clear, I'm not saying I hated that. I'm not, it was providing for our family and, getting results and it was something I was good at and I liked doing, but it wasn't my ideal week. It wasn't my ideal vacation. It wasn't my ideal time with my family or my ideal Thanksgiving or my ideal Black Friday. When we get busy as entrepreneurs, to me, every day looks the same. Saturday looks no different than Tuesday. That's part of the joy and the terror of being an entrepreneur is every day is the same. Sunday would be interrupted by I'd go to church for a little bit, but I'd still wake up early and work and then go to the gym and then get ready for church and go to church and come home and work a little bit. Not all day, but work a little bit. And I didn't, I, I don't want my life to look like that. I didn't want my life to look like that. Maybe your life's different and that's totally great and amazing and no judgment if you don't have any kids and, and or you have them and you ignore them or, or whatever your reality is. I'm just playing. Whatever your reality is, uh, maybe that's totally fine for you. But for me, it's unsustainable. So I say all that to say this, as I have shifted my business now on the agency side, I just manage a few things. I manage a couple launches and I don't know how much longer I'll do that. So if you want me to manage your launch or run your ads, you need to get in where you fit in. Cause there's not that, that thing's got a sunset clause on it in my head. I'm not going to be doing that for much longer. The crew, which is my group coaching and mastermind implementation program. I absolutely am head over heels excited about and love it. And almost every day, there's, there's what's in the crew, like the deliverables of the program. And every day I'm thinking, how can I do more though? So I've been shooting videos and doing Facebook lives and trying not to overwhelm the people in the like helicopter parent, the people that are in the crew. But two more people had joined on this week. So there's eight people going through this crew experience together. And I love it. And to me, it starts to, I was thinking today, today or Thursday when I'm recording this, I went to the pool with my kids for a little bit, just a little bit. I was busy today, but I woke up, went to the gym got a little bit of work done, went to the pool for a little bit and then hung out with my kids a little bit and took some to Taekwondo. And then like, it was like, this is, this is more sustainable. This day has more balance to it. And it's an intersection of what I'm good at, what I love to do, what the world needs and something that's economically viable for my family. And not that I'm about to go pay cash for a Range Rover. I, I don't mean that whatsoever. Not yet, at least, right? Maybe 2020, but not 2019. But I feel like I've tapped into something that will allow me to have more days where my Tuesdays look more like my Saturdays 
and not the other way around, if that makes sense. I was talking to Allison, uh, my ops manager, and she was talking about the Sunday scaries. Her mom, I think, somebody asked her about if you get the Sunday scaries as an entrepreneur. And Allison's like, not really. I, I like what I do. I'm not dreading going into the office on Monday to do the job because I love it. I'm an entrepreneur. I do what I want to help who I want, and, and I love it. And that that's my thought for today is to plan out your ideal day. Is it wake up screaming at 5 a.m. because you have 100 things to do that you'll never get to? And you're financially strapped and financially stressed and you have a thousand clients and they all need something from you and you feel behind on everything and you just start to feel like a bad person. Your fitness gets out of whack. Your your spiritual life gets out of whack. Your parenting, your relationship with your significant other, it's all just thrown in a tizzy because of how crazy your life is. I would venture that that's unsustainable. You will burn out. You will resent people and relationships and you resent your business, you'll resent your clients. And it's, it's what led you to that level of complexity. But if you can get clear on that ideal day and that ideal week, then just start to work backwards and say, well, what would need to be true for me to have that ideal day? Where maybe I work six hours and not 16 hours. What would have to be true? Well, I'd have to outsource some stuff. Okay, start to put those plans in motion. I'd have to document my process. I did that today. I, I filmed a one-hour video on how I do a repeatable thing in my business so I can help get some, I can get some help. I can get a contractor, a team member, somebody to help me out. And it just took that hour to film it, which I was dreading doing for a few weeks, but I finally did it. And now I can get some help with that task that takes up 10 hours of my week. What if I can make that two hours of my week and not 10 by documenting the process, by getting help? There's quite quite possibly a reason you, you need to change your pricing. If I wanted to make 10,000 bucks a month, that was either 20 clients at 500 bucks a month or it was five clients at 2K a month. And it's a heck of a lot easier to service five clients than it is to service 20 clients. So there's a chance you need to raise your prices, right? To make this reality come true. Well, if I could serve six clients at 2K a month, that's 12,000 a month, that's 144 a year. Like, what would that look like in your business? My dog's got something on his nose. What have you done, sir? Sorry. Uh, and so start to think of the ideal day and then work backwards. What else would need to be true? Why does any of that matter? What would that ideal day look like? What would that allow you to do? For me, I'm thinking... Maybe I'll take up yoga again, right? If I can figure out a way to continue to refine my schedule where I have a more ideal week and I'm not just running around crazy all the time, then there's things I want to do more. I want to take my kids to more stuff. I want to do more midday movies with my kids, especially in the summer, right? They only have 18 summers with your kids and my oldest is 12, so I've got six summers left. Let that sink in for a second before he's an adult and off to college or the next part of his life. So we're trying to make the most of this. And, and it's a it's an evolution. Like last summer was pretty relaxing for us. Agency was going well. My wife's business was going well. We had extra money and time freedom and money freedom. We were able to, to go on some vacations. Uh, this summer, depending on how the event went, I was about to be in some serious financial hot water if the event didn't go well. You know, it's 35000 bucks I think, is our current tally of what the event cost. But I also put it all on the line with the agency where I had taken it from six or seven clients down to one or two hoping that this crew thing would go well, that it would be an offer that would align with me and, again, my skill set, what I love to deliver, how I can help people, and then people that say, I need that thing. And uh, that, that definitely happened. So I uh, went a little bit longer than I planned to go here standing in my closet, but I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope this served you in some way to start to think of that ideal day. And for me, I've been daydreaming about my ideal days and ideal weeks for at least a year, maybe two years, and maybe you'll go faster than I had ever gone. If you're making... 
$1,000 a month right now, it's going to be impossible to get to 15K overnight by just thinking good thoughts in this episode, this podcast episode, right? It's going to take more than that. And I understand that. But to plant that flag and say, I want to be more like this. I'd rather have six clients than 60 clients. And I want them to pay 10 times what the clients are currently paying or double what the clients are currently paying. And I want to spend this much time with myself, uh, listening to podcasts, reading books, going for walks, taking a hike, going to the gym than I do right now and start to map out what does that look like and then go backwards what needs to be true to make that happen I told my wife another I'll end with this I thought it'd be great for me to get a massage on Friday that I it would be like this portal I would pass through and I get massages like never but it'd be this portal I would pass through to say hey dad's done working I get a massage at you know four o'clock it lasts till five come home at 505 new dad welcome to the weekend I'm done now. Let's, let's unplug. But so often I would I'd be working Friday nights and working, you know, two to six hours on Saturday and working another two to six hours on a Sunday, then back at it 12 hours on Monday, completely unsustainable. And I don't mean every day I've been doing this for two and a half years, but I don't know this, this year to date, it feels like 60 to 80% of my weeks looked like that. So then you think, well, massage, what's, what's gotta be true. Well, it's going to cost me, I don't know, 80 bucks a week. So three twenty a month. How do I free up 320 a month in my existing budget with uh, either paying less for things, which is kind of hard, you can only cut your budget so much, or making another 320 a month? Like, what would that have to be? Well, 320 a month would be, you know, one hour of consulting at 320 bucks. Like, can I do that once a month to be able to have the massages that would allow me to pass through the portal to delineate when the work time is done and the weekend time starts? So I'd love to hear what your ideal week sounds like your ideal day. Feel free to send me an email at Cody at onehourfunnel.com or send me a DM at onehourfunnel on Instagram and I'll see you on the next episode.